Welcome back everyone. I hope you're all doing good today. As some of you know me, I'm Teuta, your host, and whoever just joined my podcast, I'm happy you did. This season, as you know, I'm covering the topic on how to become more organized. Last episode was about the importance of habits and how to create them. If you still haven't gotten the chance to hear it, feel free to check it out. Would be happy to hear your thoughts. Today, we're continuing our journey and adding more skills in the area of being organized. We will uncover the skills on how to craft great lists. It might seem like an easy task to do, but I think you would understand that it's more than just that. To-do lists can be just as overwhelming as the rest of the things if not utilized properly. We have seen that happen. Lots of to-do lists and nothing accomplished. That happens because we might have added something vague on the list and didn't know what to do next. Or we did too many lists and lost track of things. These things can happen, of course. That's why I'm here to help out in crafting some great lists. Now, as you always do, get yourself comfortable and join me in the cruise where we will know more about lists. First things first, we need to decide whether you want your to-do list to be written or digital. There's a huge distinction, of course. The digital tools are there to make it easier and automize the lists or tasks. On the other hand, the written lists are the ones which give the pleasure of crossing off the task. Digital tools free up space in your brain which would have been used in case you had to remember something. Written lists are the OGs from which the digital lists have evolved. This choice is up to you. Some people enjoy written lists, some digital tools. I read some fun fact from Sasha Cajun who had discovered that 83% of people loved having a written list. It gives them the pleasure to cross off the task. I'm a little bit of both. I guess the era in which I was born has influenced this for me. I love to have a written list or two, which would make it much more pleasurable to check off a completed task. On top of that, I love the convenience of digital tools. It helps me stay on track and customize the list based on the task that I create. Try both, for instance, and see which one suits you better. You gotta remember, though, it's about the tools being useful and not just an additional clutter for you. Now let's move to the next part of the episode, how to craft effective and good lists. Let's follow these tips. First things first, capture everything. If you want your list to be effective, you need to make sure you add all the necessary info. It makes sense that we might forget something. But if we add all the information in the beginning and have it there, you will be able to know what to keep and not worry if you miss something. Every first step in a process is about collecting and adding all the necessary info. After that, you're able to go further. Next is to organize your to-do list. Since you were able to add everything in the beginning, you will start the fun part now, organizing your to-do list. What makes it fun, you say? It's the creativity that comes with it. You can organize it as you see it fit. Customize it based on your preference. In this part, one important detail is to categorize it properly so you can understand what you need to do next. After that, you can use or create a template. This can be useful for lists that you will reuse or tasks that will repeat themselves. I have one shopping list that I use as a template. And when I need to prepare a new one, I just duplicate the existing one and all the formulas 
and items that I use are there. This makes the job easier, saves me a huge amount of time, and I have fun with adding new items if I see something is missing. Take a look at your lists and see if there's a potential for you to create a template and use it for future lists. Next thing to do is make it actionable. Add the verbs first and details later. It's good to have everything in one place, of course, but what kind of a task would it be if there's no action in it? Start each task with a strong verb like write, research, or call. You can add the specifics later. For example, instead of project proposal, write draft project proposal for team meeting. This would create a better understanding for you and make your list ready for action. After that, make sure to prioritize your to-dos. Not all the tasks you create have high importance or need immediate action. That's why it would be easier for you to assign them their designated priority. It can be high, medium, and low. It can also be one, two, and three. It can be any system that you have created. When you have these priorities, it is easier to decide which one you need to do first. And when you finish your big tasks, you will have a great sense of accomplishment too. The next tip is always include a deadline. Don't forget to add due dates to your list. I know this might sound like a work thing, but sometimes there are deadlines in our personal lives too. What if we have to pick up a document or prepare one for a particular date? If we didn't add a due date, we'll leave it until the end or even forget about it. Cause let's be honest, who likes preparing documents? However, when you have a deadline, it creates a sense of accountability and you will make sure you are preparing it ahead of time. The seventh tip is break things into smaller tasks. Having way too many things can cause a sense of difficulty, especially if those tasks are big ones. But when you break them down into smaller pieces, it gets much easier. This is even better because you get to see the bigger picture and see all these awesome things you do along the way to achieve it. Plus, there's a bonus. This way, you get to continue crafting the list even better. And the last tip is, don't forget to celebrate your progress. I believe you have completed a task. Do you remember how it felt? Amazing, right? Imagine rewarding yourself and acknowledging your success. It will inspire you to do more and better next time. Never underestimate the power of celebration. We all love to pat ourselves on the back for a job well done. These are some tips that would be very useful for you. It's always great to know that someone has had the chance to do them and it has been a great success. I found a very nice fun fact from Sasha Cajun again. She found out that 96% of people say their lives are better with to-do lists. 89% say that they enjoy making lists and 28% identify as obsessive list makers. I think I belong in all of these statistics. As we wrap up this episode, take a moment to reflect on your own to-do list habits. Do you see any area where you can improve? Do you practice at least one of these things while making lists? I'm happy to hear from you and see if you have any suggestions. Thank you for tuning in to Mindverse, and I hope to see you again in the next episode. And while we're at it, that one will be about the most interesting part of the day, mornings. We will see how we can make our mornings productive and good. Stay with Mindverse. Subscribe to the Mindverse podcast on your favorite platform and never miss an episode. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, with your family members, and any
anyone else in the need of a little organizational inspiration. Until next time, keep crafting those lists and making each day count.